Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast. I'm your host, Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium and an energy healer, and it's November. It's officially November. So last week it was November too, but I just wanted to kind of reflect because it has been a year, one year, one year since I launched my podcast. So, you know, I started the podcast last year in November and then we, you know, put a few episodes out. But it really has only been since June that I have put out this consistently uh, weekly schedule. So I'm really excited to see how the podcast will continue to grow and expand. And it's really a dream come true for me to be able to have these amazing conversations and be able to share my heart and my soul and my feelings and my laughter and my thoughts and weird stories with you. So I'm so excited to see what will happen for this next year. So last year in November, I started this podcast and our first episode was mainly a reflection about what was kind of going on um, at the time as well as we did a little bit of a reading and I really thought that's kind of what the podcast would be, would be like a monthly reading and it has evolved more into just like reflections and education and all things witchy and magical. So, you know, I definitely intend on putting out more uh, monthly energy readings. So I think we'll do that next week and see what comes up for November. Because that will be about the time that we put out the first episode. So looking forward to that. And I just want to take a moment to reflect and say thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast. To everyone that has shared with me their thoughts and their reflections. If you can, please rate and review the podcast for real for real it really helps um that's the way that the podcast can grow and expand and be found on you know apple spotify so if you listen and you love give us some stars and if you could write a review i would love that um so if you this is just a little incentive (laughs) if you write a review for the podcast and you post it please take a screenshot on your phone or your computer and send me a dm on instagram so either to my main account angelface.grace or send it to the podcast account angelface magic hour and i will do a card pull for you so i will pull a card for you and give you a short little message So if you take the time to do that, let me know and I will be glad to give you a little mini read. And that is just some incentive because again, it really does help the podcast grow. 
So I just want to reflect and say thank you. It's been an amazing year being together. And this year, this next year is going to be even more epic. And I'm just so excited to see how things grow. So I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Suzanne. She is so funny and just so a wealth of information. It's always interesting to talk to her. Um, We'll do some healing work for each other sometimes and then we end up we're like okay we'll do a 90 minute session then we end up on the phone for like four hours (laughs) she's just one of those people that i can talk to forever so i hope you enjoyed our conversation and if you are interested in learning more about animal reiki suzanne is doing her animal reiki master training she either did it or is doing it this week um And so she will be teaching animal Reiki classes. So if that's something you're interested, please reach out to her. I put her Instagram in the show notes last week. But if you have questions on how to reach her or any of the guests that have been on the podcast before, again, just send me a message and I will direct you to them. So it's been a pleasure to be able to interview some awesome people. And I'm so excited to just see who we get to talk to next year, this year, um, for the rest of 2021 and all of 2022. So I just want to say happy anniversary to the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast. I love you and I'm so proud of everyone involved, aka me, but <laughs> I'm proud of everyone who takes the time to listen and reflect and see how these things can um, show you stuff about your own life or maybe you got some insight. So if you have anything from the podcast that really has influenced or um, made you think, please share. Please share with other people. Please share on social media. The more that we can be seen the more that we can be heard so thank you guys i'm really excited and i just want to say happy anniversary so that being said today is going to be another solo episode so it's just you and me and we're gonna have some cool conversations today i have some reflections i want to share some stories so yes Before we get into that, I just want to give you guys a couple updates. So I do have a free healing event, F-R-E-E, free healing event coming up on the 28th. That's going to be on Zoom and that's a group Reiki healing. We do Reiki, we do meditation, and then sometimes I will give like psychic messages as well, depending on what comes up in the group. So if you're interested in signing up for that, I'll put a link in the show notes, but that is in my Cosmic Seekers meetup group. And this is a free event, but we also do paid uh, meditation classes and stuff. So keep an eye out. But that's kind of what's going on. Um, I have some really exciting stuff in the works for December, so I'll keep you in the loop-de-loop. But that's kind of what is going on in the immediate future. If you are interested in doing a reading with me or a healing session, don't forget that I do have that 
code in the show notes. So if you haven't noticed and you've never received a session with me before, your first session with me will be 15% off um, if you use the, the code that's in the show notes. And that is just for the first session. So if you want to do a reading or a healing session and you've never worked with me before, that is a little thank you for listening to the podcast. So check it out. Book a session. I uh, recently put up a new offering that is a 45 minute uh, session with me. And it's I think it's at $111. So a little bit lower of a price than my other readings and this is uh, called an intuitive healing session I believe is what it's called but the idea with this is we do reading we do healing we do whatever needs to happen and whatever wants to be discussed so if you want to look at um, something with the cards or you want to do a mediumship reading this is kind of like an offering where you get to decide what you are interested in learning about and if you don't have a preference then spirit picks for you so I'm really excited about this um I do have other readings but they're more specified so the Akashic Records readings and then I also have the Celestial Journey which is uh, more of an interactive experience as well as energy healing sessions. So the intuitive sessions are a little bit of a mixture of all my tools and tricks. And it's really what just needs to come up for that day. So if you're interested in booking with me, you can go to my website, gracelandon.com and check out all the details. And yeah, that's about it. So before we get into our conversation... Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Sound the motherfucking trumpets. We have breaking news, you guys. Breaking fucking news. If you haven't heard yet, the queen, icon, legend, Britney fucking Spears is free from her conservatorship. She is officially free from her conservatorship as of yesterday. When I heard the news, I'm getting chills on my body. When I heard the news, I cried. I am so grateful for her community. And I really do believe that so much of her fans had to do with, um, like, the perseverance of her fans and the, like, just continual diving deep of her fans allowed this to become more of a public issue which when things get the public eye on them things tend to go a different direction because people are always a little bit worried about being on the wrong side of the story and so I truly believe that her fans helped so much to get this ball rolling and so I'm so happy to hear that she is officially free and I can't wait to see what she does you know I think not being able to drive a car not being able to fucking go wherever you want or hang out with friends or see your family um without like supervision all these things even like going on the internet and things like that like it had to be supervised so 
I think it's going to be a little bit of like almost like a culture shock for her. And I just wish her well on this journey. And I'm just so grateful to hear that she's able to break from some of these like control mechanisms. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys because I know we talked about Brittany on the podcast before and I'm also just a huge fan. So I just wanted to share that positive news, positive news. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so happy. All right, y'all. So I want to talk to you about a concept and this is something that I feel is kind of like trendy and when things become trendy, okay, I have two thoughts. When things become trendy, it can get confusing because the words and the concepts become so detached from their original context that we get confused or that like as the viewer and people as the creator also get confused where they're applying this concept to things that aren't really this concept. The other thing I think is when things become trendy, they become more acceptable. And that I think is a positive. So I think overall, the fact that spirituality is becoming kind of like a trend, I think it's a positive thing. But I also think it can be negative when we detach all of our concepts from their original context. So that way we can kind of like mend and mush things together for it to make sense to us. And that can be a good thing or that can be a bad thing. So the idea of us detaching from the original context can be helpful um, in some ways because it can help us identi- identify with um, these higher esoteric concepts, taking them out of a book that we might not understand the language in. But also when we take things out of the original context, there can be um, miscommunication where we're not really talking about the same thing or we're like men melding a concept for it to fit into our worldview and therefore mm, almost demonizing things outside of our worldview. So what am I talking about? I want to talk to you about the concept of divine feminine and divine masculine energy and how I see it being taken a little bit out of context and how I think that we all can connect with this energy in a different way, positive way. So, so here's where I see people get a little bit confused about this concept. So divine feminine and divine masculine energy. What I see sometimes is people automatically connecting this concept to gender. To, I'm a man, therefore I am divine masculine. I'm a woman, I'm divine feminine. Mm, Maybe, 
But the truth is that we are actually both. That we contain both the masculine and the feminine within us. Each and every one of us. No matter if we're woman, man, trans, non-binary, gender, fluid, whatever you identify as. You still contain masculine and feminine energies within you. So that's where I can kind of see people get a little bit confused of I'm trying to embody my divine masculine energy. I'm trying to embody my divine feminine. The truth is we want to um, embody the divine like balance. We want to embody the balance between the masculine and the feminine. So we all inherently have certain traits that are connected with um, either spectrum of energy. Some people that might connect with their, you know, emotional or or physical gender and some people that might not. So you might very much identify with being a woman, but you have a lot of qualities that you identify as being masculine. This can be a, um, convoluted conversation sometimes because sometimes our conceptions of what is gender are just based on societal constructs so it gets a little bit um spicy so for example someone says oh I'm a woman I identify as a woman but I feel so masculine and it's because I've always worn short hair that's mm, eh, that sounds like a societal construct that sounds like a societal construct to me that short hair equals masculine or that long hair equals feminine it's not really about the aesthetics and the appearance and that's where um people can also get confused when it comes to this concept is that Oh, if I'm going to embody divine masculine, I need to be like ripped and <laughs> and like um, driving a truck and like spitting tobacco. And if I'm divine feminine, I need to just have long hair and wear long dresses and bake pies. Like mm-mm-mm. we got to pull back the layer of Uh, societal constructs so that we can see the true essence of masculine versus feminine energy so let's take this back to our physical bodies so if we think about um when we're born we every human is born with the x chromosome so we all have that baseline which is connected to that feminine energy we all have that x chromosome Then some people will be born with the Y and then they um, are a man. But then there's other people who might be born with the Y and they don't identify with that at all. And they are queer or trans and they identify as female. So we can't solely um, look at the physical form for us to understand these concepts. But I just want us to think about the fact that everyone has the X even if you are identifying with something else, you, everyone has that baseline X. So the X to me represents that 
or, or origin point. That point where we all come from. Where the X meets the X. The, the lines on the X meet each other. That point where they touch. I think of that as the origin point of all humanity. We all come from this one place. And in that place we are formless. And we are um, in true balance. It's not as much of um, a stream of identities. It's um, a little more like just free floating energy. And so once we come into this form, we take on these roles of um, physical form, of gender, of identity, of skin color, of hair color, of eye color. We have all these aspects to our physical form. But in the true soul essence of ourself, we are all that meeting point. The origin is what I like to think of it as. Where the lines meet together. So what we want. And that's a bit of a high concept. So if that's confusing. Just pull the recording back and listen again. Maybe um, draw an X. Put a little circle where they meet. That's what I'm talking about. The portal of. To the formless realm. So I know that's a little confusing. So, so then let us think about DNA. If you were to look at an image, and of course this is like, uh, like a scientific hypothesis that we might not know every detail to. There might be more that we don't know yet. And that's what's so cool about science is it's kind of like we're just guessing and and then they they have to figure out how to prove that it exists. So I do believe there is more that we know more about DNA that we don't know in the scientific community that has not been proven yet. Um so I don't want us to get tripped up on all the possibilities of DNA right now. <laughs> but when we look at a drawing of DNA of the strands meeting together, let us think about, and this is, this is not scientific. This is an esoteric um, concept I'm displaying to you. And I want you to think of it in terms of um, a drawing or an image to allow yourself to take this huge, weird concept and bring it into your brain and allow you to um, process that. (laughs) So we want to think about the strands meeting together. And let's think of it as a two-dimensional drawing. So it's just one line meeting another line. And they're quite wiggly. That point is an origin point as well. So that is what we want to embody is the X. Where the X meets. 
the melding of masculine and feminine together to create this energy. That's what we are in our truest form. It's just learning to balance it within the physical reality. So if we were to think about the strands, and this I don't think is how this works, but just um, to make us understand what this concept, we could think one strand being a masculine, our masculine side, and the other strand being our feminine side. And when they swirl around each other and they meet, that's where we can be in balance. You can also think about it as a scale. So if you were to look at like the old school scales, um, like like the Libra card, like that scale, the balance. um, Perhaps you use them in science class or something back in the day, but they're like the metal scales and you have to put something on each side and then you have to go through this little... um, like number device at the top to get to the balance point and then the number will tell you what the where where they're in balance so we don't necessarily have a number to tell us where we're in balance but we can feel that within ourselves so you could imagine your masculine side being represented by red and your feminine side being represented by blue So if you were to place a red square on the left scale and a blue square on the right scale, they'll have to be the exact same size for you to be in balance. So you need the same amount of each energy for it to be in balance. The key is, When they are in balance, they become purple. They become a different energy. They become that true form of us. So I hope that example makes it a little bit more clear. But the idea is that we have both masculine and feminine energies within us. And when we are to balance them, we are within our strongest energy when we're able to utilize both sides of the coin, night and dark, light and shadow, masculine, feminine, we're able to use both and connect with both, understand both and know both. And that allows us to, and that allows us to understand ourselves better. Okay, so it is my belief that part of our spiritual path in this lifetime is to come into that sacred union that divine union within which means balancing our masculine and our feminine aspects within us so again feminine and masculine energy is not necessarily about gender it's more about the archetypes the energies the stories that are connected to this um binary so masculine energy is about giving and feminine energy is about receiving so when we 
bring them together, we can be in that balanced state. So how can we do this? I think the first step would be looking at yourself and identifying what is the aspect that is easier for you to connect with. So you might be more connected to masculine energy and less connected to feminine or the opposite. And your job is to see how you can sprinkle in aspects from the other archetype into your life so that you can come into that balance point. So balance isn't perfect. It's never going to be done. It's never going to be fully balanced, maybe for a day, and then you fall back down again. So you're always going to be coming into that balance. We don't want to think of this as a state we are trying to achieve. Therefore, we are in competition with ourselves, always being better, always being more balanced. This is just something that is underlying within us that if balanced, it allows us to be more grounded in our lives. So you can think of it as this. If someone is standing on one leg, balancing their body, maybe they can stay there for a few seconds today, but if they keep practicing, maybe next week they can stay one leg up balancing their body for a couple minutes and then a year from now they can do it for five whole minutes this is what we're doing it's a gradual process and there's no perfect end result it is so easy to chase goals chase results we are chasing a feeling And sometimes we never really get that feeling. But we achieve and learn so much about ourselves along the way. So that, I think, is kind of the whole point of um, our existence, is to learn along the way. We're never going to be perfect. We're never going to be done. We're never going to be the most balanced. We're never going to be finished. There's always more work to do. And sometimes that can feel like discouraging or overwhelming. I want us to take away that achievement barrier where we have to be done with something in order for it to feel worthy of us, of our our accomplishments have to be like a finished product. We are allowed to experience our life day to day and whatever comes up, that is the accomplishment. That is the accomplishment. You breathed another day. You saw another sunset. You woke up another morning. You are doing the thing. You are doing the thing. So... It is a goal for us to be in balance, 
But again, it is not something that we have to accomplish day in and day out for us to be worthy of our humanity. So we can look at the concept of the yin and the yang. We have the masculine and the feminine coming together. But within the masculine, there is a little bit of feminine. And within the feminine is a little bit of masculine. So if you look up that image of the yin-yang, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. So if you've ever been to acupuncture, you maybe know that um, we are trying to balance those aspects, the yin and the yang side. So we use yang energy to balance the yin. We use yin energy to balance the yang. So what does that mean? Yin energy is feminine. Yang energy is masculine. So if you are, for example, you have a ton of inflammation in your body. Uh, Maybe you have rosacea. Maybe you get hot really easily. Maybe you have a hyperhidrosis and you sweat a lot you probably have an abundance of yang energy of masculine energy which is connected to heat fire so if we have an abundant over abundance of that it can cause imbalances within the system creating things like rosacea for example you've got that pink red skin it gets irritated by heat and inflammation so what do we need to do to balance the state within the body we need to add more yin things into it cooling elements things that can bring the body into that more calm rest and digest state so this is what we're doing and I think because in English we don't have as much of a um like gendered language that we don't have as much of this within our medical understanding and our scientific understanding but this is truly something that we all can benefit from learning about learning to balance those aspects not only for our spiritual health, but our physical and mental health. If we have too much heat in the body, it's going to cause issues. If we have too much cold in the body, it's going to cause another issue. So maybe if you have too much yin energy, you are stagnant, you might have slow bowel movements, you might get cold circulation issues. So The way that we um, digest energy and, um, ooh, the church bells are ringing right now. Let's just take a moment for that. Wow, that was beautiful. I just 
<laughs> I just had to take a moment for that. I'm recording this in a new spot. I love to record in my car because the volume sounds better than my house. But I am moving, so hopefully my new sound will be better in my new place. But I'm sitting at this Catholic cemetery recording this. And the church bells just rang. So I hope you guys could hear those on the recording. Where I'm sitting, I'm sitting really close to the bells in my car. Um, so it was almost, I could hear that, hear that vibration. And that felt really, really good in my body. So anyway, we need a little bit of what we don't have. So everyone is born like with more of a natural state of yin or yang, feminine or masculine. And that doesn't necessarily have to do with our gender. And we need a certain amount of that other aspect to get our engine revving, to get us going, to get us into that balanced state, that relaxed but awake, steady but excited, happy but grounded state. We don't want extremes of either end. We don't want extremes of either end, which I think can be very difficult because when we live in a world of extremes, it can feel so good when we're in that extreme state of excitement, joy, love. Like, have you ever been in that lust feeling? Those feelings can feel so good, but when we come back down, we're like depleted. We've used a lot of that dopamine, that serotonin, and we come back down and we feel depleted. So ideally, we want to have, we don't want extremes of either end. So what are some aspects of masculine and feminine energy that we can think about? So when we're in our masculine energy, we're all about doing. We're in that doing state, that creating state, that producing state. We are active, we are in our thinking mind, our logical mind, our linear mind. So that is the left side of the brain. We are connected with the sun. We're all about tasks, finishing, completing. If we're in more of that, um, I don't want to say negative, but imbalanced aspect of masculine energy we might be forcing stuff we might be making things happen that we we don't need to make things happen we might be over consuming and that could be food that could be sex that could be tv tiktok video games uh all that kind of stuff like that. That could be um, like consuming too much of other people's thoughts. So that could be through social media or through your friendships and your relationships and not being able to form your own opinions. Over consuming in terms of spending um, money maybe that you don't have. And when we are in that imbalanced masculine energy we are 
we might be in that fight or flight energy that like extreme anxiety or stress feelings of competition and comparison and we're really into in our intellectual mind which is a great thing but sometimes we can over intellectualize things and we take the emotion out of them in order for us to feel comfortable with them so that's a little bit about the masculine side of things so in every aspect of these energies there's a positive and a negative charge force so there's the balance and the imbalanced within each energy masculine and feminine then there's also when we bring them together they can be balanced or imbalanced so think about it as we want to balance one stream and then we bring the streams together and the streams also want to be balanced so it's not like there is one rushing river and then one little trickling creek we want them moving at the same pace so it's just one long stream of water coming from both sides so the feminine energy is all about being we're not doing we are being we are in the here now we are in the moment we are receiving we're open and ready to receive so that can be from others but also from ourselves that this can be a passive feeling which can be a positive or a negative thing depending on the context but knowing that okay this something's happening it's really bringing up my emotions should I act on this right now or should I just be in this passive state be able to digest it be able to understand it be able to come up with my my perspective and my thoughts without um reacting and then coming to a reaction from that state of being and receiving so it's being able to know when to act and when to not act connecting with our feminine energy is all about feelings and the emotional state we are allowed to explore our emotions our emotions don't always have to be positive we don't always have to be happy and joyous being in grief being in pain being in sadness being in anger those can all be feminine if we are addressing the root of these emotions and not just feeling them as a way to push off what's lying underneath so so for example maybe you always act out um a certain when a certain person connects with you so maybe you have an old friend that you had a big falling out with or something for example and then anytime you see them or hear about them it brings up that state of 
irritation. Maybe you didn't get to have your final word in. So then you get into this weird state where you aren't addressing your emotions from a healthy place. You're just um, in reaction mode, which is more in our masculine. So we want to address the emotions from a state of feminine energy so that we can see, okay, this is how this is affecting me and this is how I can shift this and this is how I can pull out the roots and see what's hiding underneath. So it's like Scooby-Doo. We got these all these monsters coming on and we don't know what's going on and we're running around this haunted house when we finally can catch that monster and we are able to pull their mask off it's really just that guy joe from the coffee shop we want to see what's hiding underneath it's very common for us to suppress our emotions with with a different emotion maybe you're feeling grief but you don't know how to feel that so instead you're feeling anger or you're feeling um spontaneous or you're feeling like that mania state so we want to see what's hiding underneath those emotions the feminine is connected to the earth and the moon and cycles the idea of cycles women obviously um a lot of them have a menstrual cycle. So that is something that happens every 28 to 30 days. We bleed and we shed and we release aspects um, of ourselves through our blood. Literally the eggs, but also emotionally. What has been going on for us that month? This is a way for us to release that energy. So you might notice like if you have a period, um, certain months, your period is different than the others. There's so many factors to this. And unfortunately, a lot of people have hormonal issues, especially in America. And I think that has a lot to do with our food, our environment, our stress levels. And um, yeah, there's a lot to that. But you might notice that your cycle is different from month to month. So maybe you had a really exhilarating, joyous, beautiful month and your blood is bright ass red. That's fresh blood. That is fresh blood. Maybe another month you had some a month where you felt really blocked, you felt really stuck, you felt like you're just going through the same thing over and over again and your blood is dark brown almost that's old blood so there are literal ways that our body can show us what cycle we are in but even if you don't have a period you still go through cycles you still go through cycles and um you know a man most of their cycle their hormonal cycle is usually about a 24 hour thing so they're gonna go through all of those emotions throughout the day whereas female or women I guess um have um on average about a 28 day cycle so that really shifts the way things can move throughout 
the month. But there are many other cycles of the earth and those are all connected to the feminine energy. So the cycles of the moon, how that affects the tides, all the stars in the, in the sky in this astrological cycles and the meteors and all that. Um, also like plants and growth and um, all of those cycles of nature that the geese go down for winter or whatever happens that's all connected to feminine energy feminine energy is also more relationship oriented than task oriented so if masculine energy is more task oriented they want to finish and accomplish things feminine energy is more about relationships so they want to build upon those connections before that they before they move into a task so you could see that um in a work environment perhaps where um if you had a male boss they probably this is very much over generalizing so just putting that out there but maybe your male boss isn't really gonna try to get to know you very well on a personal level they're just there to tell you what to do and you do it um a female boss maybe they want to take you guys out for a drink and you guys can get to know each other on a personal level so it's interesting to see how those things come up in our life but again that is very much generalized and um yeah So feminine energy is about allowing. It is about creating. It's not about creation. It's about the process. Masculine energy is about the creation, the finished product. We have the ability to create life. Literally, most women, not all women, but most women um, have the ability to create life. We also have the ability to create many other things with our mind that can be art, that can be new stories, that can be new businesses, that can be um, new thought processes, that can be scientific innovations, that could be whatever is meant to be created through you. But it's that process that's feminine, the flow state, the flow state the muse state, the intuitive state. So um, it's, yeah, connecting with our intuition, our ability to listen, our ability to cooperate and work as a team. And it is more of that cool energy. So again, the masculine is more of heat, fire, inflammation, and the feminine energy is cool it's water and sometimes if it's in that imbalanced state it can become stagnation it can become the mosquitoes coming to the pond and just mucking it up we can get stuff very stagnant within the feminine energy if you're not having enough of that masculine movement let's go energy you're gonna get stuck in the yin so that's a little bit about those aspects of fat masculine and feminine energy and let's talk about how we can 
do this in our daily life. So like I said, balance is something we can all seek for, balancing our masculine and our feminine aspects. But this is also something that we are going to be continuously working on, like I just said. So please try to remove the pressure that you're putting on yourself. Take the pressure off. So this is your homework assignment, if you so choose to take it. So this is kind of our beginning step before we are wanting to achieve complete balance. This is our, um, I guess, our analyzing state where we're looking at what we feel on the majority of the time, what we feel the majority of the time and what we are seeking to bring more into our life. So I would like you to just think about whether you feel like you are more in the masculine energy or the feminine energy for the majority of your time. And when you identify that, you're going to bring a practice into your life for the next seven days that is connected to the opposite energy of what you are, what your tendency is. So if you are more in that masculine doing, doing, doing energy, we invite you to connect with the feminine this week. If you're in the feminine being, 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 we invite you to connect with the masculine energy this week. So how are you going to do that? You're going to follow your intuition and figure out what you want to do. But I'll give you a couple of options in case you feel a little paralyzed with decision. So if you are wanting to connect with the feminine energy this week, I invite you to either practice daily dancing This is going to be slow, flow, fun movement. Put on your favorite little sexy songs, your slow jams, your um, emotional hits, your ballads. Put on their favorite music and dance. Don't think about the moves. Don't think about what other people would think if they saw you dancing. Really just get into it. Close your eyes and feel your physical body movement. Your other option is to connect with water. So you could do this through an amazing bath, taking a spiritual bath, or you could go out into a river or an ocean and sit and commune with that water energy. So those are your options. This is for the people who are in the masculine energy most of the time and they need a little more feminine in in their life so those are a couple options for you or figure out what your intuition is telling you to connect with if you are in your feminine the most of the time we need a little bit more yawn a little bit more masculine energy so i invite you to do something quite intellectual perhaps you could read 
a book, uh, like a nonfiction type of book where you could learn something and you could take notes and you could apply that to your life. Or perhaps you could do some aerobic exercises. So it doesn't necessarily have to be running, but something where you're getting your heart up, connecting with your heart and your lungs. Um, Something where you can get a good sweat on. So maybe this is cycling, going for a bike ride in the actual nature. You You could run if you enjoy running. But um, something where you're getting your heart rate pumping. This doesn't have to be for a long amount of time. And especially if exercise is not part of your regular routine, slowly, slowly implementing this. This could be 5 or 10 minutes a day, building up to 20 minutes to half an hour. But for the next 7 days, either play around with that intellect mind or play around with the heart and the lungs getting the sweat and the movement going so that's your assignment and then from there you can reevaluate and see how you feel balance would be achieved for yourself so you could see okay like if i connect with my masculine energy a few more times this week then I feel like I'm in balance. But if you're forcing yourself to go overboard of like every day I do this exercise or every day I um, have these intense conversations or really connect with this masculine energy, then you might be going overboard and becoming too much in the masculine. So just starting to slowly play around with these aspects. And these are physical physical forms of the aspects. There are many other ways you could connect with these energies through more of um, spiritual means like meditation. Let's talk about the archetypes. So I'm going to talk about some different archetypes. Um, like generally aspects of the masculine and feminine energy that we all hold or that we all can connect with. And this, I think, will help you understand a little bit more on where you land and what you want to connect with and what you want um, more of in your life and what you resonate with naturally. Where I'm going to talk about general archetypes and then I'm going to talk about some examples of these archetypes within mythology and religion and things like that. So, the let's talk about the male archetypes. So, there's many, but let's keep it to a short list. So, some of these archetypes of the man could be the warrior, the king, the sage, the wild man, the fool, the inventor, the prophet, the lover, the magician. Our female archetypes, the huntress, the queen, the sage, the mother, the innocent, the lover, and the mystic. 
And it was interesting to me within my research that the mother archetype came up many times for a woman, for a female energy. But in the several lists and the several things I read, there was no father archetype. There was no fucking father archetype, which I just think is absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. That being said, let's talk about some of these archetypes. And these are, you know, these are well known. But of course, there are things that aren't mentioned, like the father, which is very interesting. But then there's also so many aspects of who we are as human beings that might not fall into these categories. And that is okay. That's why these are archetypes. These are generalized energies. So we have the warrior. This is all about providing that protective energy, conquering energy. It can be um, like the protector of the family, the hunter-gatherer, but in um, from its lower aspect, it could be connected to bullying, cruel, sadistic, and masochistic behaviors. So when we're in the positive, we are providing, we are protective. But when we're in the negative, we could be masochistic of wanting to control others. Then we have the king. This is all about authority. And that could be brotherly and humanitarian. And that could be responsible for the self and others. But in its lower aspect, that is tyrannical. That could be self-serving. That could be insular. That could be, yeah, doing all the things for your greatest achievement rather than thinking about all the people that you are there to help. When the king is in its lower aspect of its archetype, they could be in that controlling, take over the world type of vibe. Then we have the sage. This is all about like higher learning relating to like scholarly pursuits. That's the intellectual mind part of the masculine energy. Being able to intellect, being able to analyze and use your intellect. Um, This can be beautiful, can be um, someone who is wise, they're creating solutions, they're mentoring and showing other people. When the sages in their lower aspect, they could be disconnected from reality, they could be complacent, and just highly conceptual, thinking about things in a highly intellectual way that doesn't allow for them to like bring that information down from the mountain so they say so that we as the common man could understand what the the sage is talking about and we have the wild man which in its positive is quick and decisive but in its negative is more regressive thoughtless tactless we might describe this as like a bro like a frat bro energy (laughs) um then we have the fool which is created, which is connected to that like higher creative mind, 
playful, con- convincing, humorous, fun-loving, but it can also be the trickster. It can also be deceptive. It also can be denying of the truth, immature, pointless. This could be thought of someone that is kind of like um, a pathological liar, like they just make stuff up for fun. So then we have the inventor, which is connected again with that creative energy, um, passionate, pondering, magnetic. Um, But this could also be some part of us where we become dreamy, abstract, or kind of like daydreaming. We're not taking our creative ideas and bringing them into the reality. We're just kind of going off and thinking about them. This can also be like thought of almost like the romantic or the bohemian, this this energy, which can turn into hedonism quite quickly or addiction or um, like more uh, self-centeredness. So then lastly, we have the prophet. So this is also, you could think of this as the priest. And this is all connected with um, the the source energy, enlightenment, unification. It can be easily turned, the prophet or the priest can easily turn into a manipulative force where they're, you know, using fear or anger or hate to manipulate people to believe their their story or their truth i see this a lot in the christian religion of using fear to keep people in a state of brainwashing but the prophet can also turn into the hermit or like a eternal truth seeker like they can't just be happy with the moment they have to know everything about why this is happening and um like they are just seeking so much that they can't see what's really going on which is everyday life everyone's breathing over here stop tripping out (laughs) so then we have our female archetypes so the huntress this is pretty much the warrior our archetype just more from a feminine aspect focused we're goal oriented courageous this is like that sisterly or um like f- feminine bond of protecting other women of being able to hold space for other women and other humans and from uh, lower aspect, this could be like cruel, aggressive, emotionally unavailable, standoffish, like um, someone that just kind of might ignore the other person in the room when they feel uncomfortable. We can also think of this as the person that feels like they don't need help from others. They can do everything themselves. They're the leader of the pack and they don't need your help. That can be good sometimes, but if we stay in that energy too long, then we really are missing out on humanity. We need other humans and it's okay to ask. 
Then we have the queen, which is all about authenticity, realness, being diplomatic, being able to make decisions that benefit both people or both um, sides of the story. They are committed and they're a natural, like, self-embodied leader. When we're in the lower aspect of this, we can become, again, like the king, tyrannical, bossy, controlling, jelly, jealous, jelly, jealous, and destructive. We could see this as alpha energy. <laughs> or we, we, we call people like this divas, which I think is a little bit offensive but that's a whole nother story so then we have the sage which is in both masculine and feminine this is like the the student archetype the the eternal student so this can be connected to rational thinking to be able to ex execute and be strategic strategic and solution oriented decluttering getting rid of stuff cleaning organizing when we're in a lower aspect of this we could be disconnected we could be complacent manipulative suppressed we could be like too theoretical where we can see all the stories but we don't really know what's going on around us so then we have the mother archetype which i just Again, I think it's so funny that in all the lists, I didn't see the father archetype. But the mother is welcoming, family-oriented, nurturing, cherishing, loving. When they're in the lower aspect, they could be insecure, possessive, overextending, overexerting, um, like just doing too much, taking care of everyone and not taking a moment for themselves. Then we have the innocent this is about youth, being carefree, like idealism, trusting, flexible, joyous, um, untouched. And when I when I'm what I mean by untouched is like not like washed over by the story of society that tells them they have to be a certain way they're just with their true authentic self when you're in the innocent state you are your true authentic self before anyone else fucking told you that you couldn't be that person when we're in the lower aspect of the innocent we could become codependent we are can be naive and mature and unfortunately easily manipulated then we have the lover, which is energetic, passionate, sensual, magnetic, sexual. If we're in a lower aspect, we could become overly infatuated, easily seduced, um, like in that lust state where we can't see the, the red flags, as you say, um, scattered. Then we have the mystic, which is like the priest the prophet this is the mystic which is connected to all sacred spiritual tranquil intuitive and meditative states feminine energy is so deeply connected to our intuition and so when we're in that mystic archetype 
We are deeply connected to all that is sacred. We can easily be in the lower aspect of that archetype and just be lost in self-interest and become like too obsessed with the unseen realms and not in not not living our reality of just being too disconnected like spiritually bypassing is what what I would say so those are some of our archetypes and I want to give you a few examples of those archetypes within mythology so the masculine archetype is the sun the feminine archetype is the moon the masculine archetype is Jesus. The feminine is Mother Mary. It could also be Mary Magdalene. We also have masculine energies like Zeus, the father or the king. But we also have Pan, like the fool. In our feminine energies, we have Aphrodite, like the lover, but we also have Hecate, like the mystic. We have Artemis, like the warrior or the huntress. The sage many people might think of Merlin or even in modern stories someone like Dumbledore being the sage the all-knowing sage Harry Potter himself being like that warrior energy but he can also be the fool very much the fool we can think about amazing goddesses such as Isis who inhabit so many of these aspects of feminine archetypes within her story. She is the mother. She is the warrior. She is the lover. She is the fool. She is the innocent. She is the mystic, the sage. She is the queen. She literally becomes a queen. She is all of those aspects. So I want us to see that we are all those aspects too. So think about those archetypes and how you identify with them. And I encourage you to look at your favorite books, your favorite stories, your favorite myths, your favorite legends, and see all the examples of these archetypes and how they can show you where you want to explore these energies within your life. Alright y'all, so I know that's kind of a lot of information. So take your time to go through it and listen and digest and think about how that applies to yourself and your life. But I just wanted to make this episode because I see so much about divine masculine, divine feminine, and twin flames, and all this stuff, and it just feels a little bit convoluted. I definitely want to do an episode on twin flames in themselves, and maybe we'll even have Suzanne back for this because I know she has a lot to say on this, and I have a lot of opinions. 
but no, I truly believe our twin flame is within ourself of being able to balance the masculine and feminine and then that uh, X within us creates that origin point, the origin of the formless realm in which our flame is lit. So that's what I think it is, is it's all within ourself. We also have soulmates. I truly believe that. But it doesn't have to lay within the romantic confines of a hallmark society that we live in. Like our soulmate doesn't necessarily mean your husband. It could be. But I have many people that I consider soulmates um, or we have connected within other lifetimes. Our souls are connected. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a romantic thing. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. So those are my thoughts. I just wanted to, yeah, like give you guys a little bit more information on masculine and feminine energy so you could discern and see what other people are saying and how that makes sense to you. Because I do see a lot of like Instagram and TikTok, well, not as much on TikTok, but definitely on Instagram, like your divine masculine is coming back and you better prepare and all this kind of mumbo jumbo. So just know the divine masculine that's coming back is you. (laughs) It's you, baby. It's always you. It's everything you need is already there. All you, everything that you need, you already have. You are your own twin flame. But yeah, I do see things like that. And I also see things like, oh, I'm connecting with my feminine energy. I'm in the flow and money just shows up in my wallet and I never have to work and I'm just in my flow state. That is a little bit, that's where we get into the lower aspects of the mystic or the lower aspects of the fool, where we think that we can just think about something and we don't have to do any of the work. Maybe miracles happen. It's totally possible to manifest with your thoughts. I believe that 100%. But we're not going to get the true outcome we desire if we don't put the work into it. You might just get a check for $300 in the mail for some, I don't know, recall on an old car that you had or something that's cool like you got the money like yay but there are still all the things that you wanted to get money from that you haven't pursued yet and if you're not going to pursue them yeah you won't make the income but the more important thing is that you didn't you didn't put the creative output out there you didn't Go through that process of creation, of making, of doing, of being. So then we're just in the lower aspect of the feminine where we're just waiting to receive instead of going out there and putting some effort in and then waiting. We have to have both. We have to have both. You can't just have the idea to have a business and you're going to have a business. There are many behind the scenes things that go on for my business and everyone else who has a business in the spiritual 
community that need to be done for in order for you to do things correctly, in order for you to call in the abundance financially and also for clients or for sales or for customers or for connections. Like you have to put energy out there and sometimes that is more of the masculine output in order for you to receive the feminine input. You got to do to get it done. So those are my thoughts. Let me know what you think. And I love you. And we'll be back next week. And have a wonderful eclipse, you guys. Sunday. No, it's not Sunday. I think it's Friday. We are having a full moon. If you're listening to this the day this comes out. Friday, November 19th. We are having a full moon. But we're also having a lunar eclipse. And I'm not an astrologer. So I don't know if this is accurate. But I did see that it was like way longer than a usual lunar eclipse. I was seeing stuff about it being almost up to three hours. Full moon is a lot of emotions anyway, and the lunar eclipse is going to be extra emotional. So make sure to take care of yourself extra good this week. Drink your fluids, get some tea going, eat your fruit. We want water. We want fluid. We want water. We want fluid. We want water. We want fluid. Um... They're showing me pomegranates. If you can get some pomegranates, if you can get some honey, if you can get some like oranges and squeeze the oranges, make a juice or eat the flesh. They're really encouraging some juicy fruit, some teas, some liquids, some sweetness, but more of that natural sweetness from honey, from fruit. So get that in. Enjoy the eclipse. Next week, we're going to be doing a little November energy update. So I hope you enjoy that and I'll let you know what's kind of going on collectively um within the psychic world if anything else comes up please reach out you know how to find me and yeah please rate and review love you love you and i'll see you next week